This shit is about to kick off Me and G-Mark's real as it gets This ain't a rip-off Well, maybe it is Cause when I handle my biz I rip the game into bits And leave all my haters pissed off I crisscross on my thoughts Until I'm lost Turn it up a notch on your bows And just watch Go tell all of your boys That we're bringing the noise They'll have no other choice Because it just rocks Now here's a pair of lyrics Fresh like a pair of new kicks No matter how you view it We turning up this music Now turn it up Loud We burn it up Loud Now turn it up Loud We burn it up Loud Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Trey and Johnny's comic book show. My name is Trey. My name is Johnny. And we are here with, of course, Sir Vito. He, he disappeared for us, I say. It's been, I just wow. want to say, Trey, it's, wow. been, it's been a hot minute since we've done one of these. And uh-huh. I was like, why is, why is he saying Trey and Johnny's comic book show? I was like, isn't it jo- Trey and Johnny's comic book shop? I don't know if it's because I'm tired or it's because it's been a minute since we've done this, but... <laughs> you must be tired, you, and it has been a minute. In, yeah, I was anticipating you say shop instead of show. <laughs> what a be? Random, but yeah. And how you miss your yeah. own intro, fool? I know, man. Man, you probably got yelled at by his dad again. Wow. Who, <laughs> me? Yes, you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you. We started. Oh, didn't show, oh you <laughs> didn't hear me? <laughs> no, he didn't hear shit. No. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I did? No, no. Okay, so... Damn it. All right. Well, either way. <laughs> either way, you fucking no. up, Doc. <laughs> no, no, no. I had to. I had to send money to, to to this one guy real quick. So I guess when I switched apps, I guess to cut off or whatever. Yeah, because oh. you're you you're definitely your your video. I hear you, but yeah, I, yeah, I know. But I was still able to hear you, or whatever. And I did my whole, you know, Jamaican spiel. I was like, wah, wah, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving yeah, all this like, in. Fuck the bullshit. I feel like I feel like hobby is bullshitting for real. If I'm being honest, no, I was like. uh why why am I you? Big up to the rude boy Terrell and Johnny. This boy. <laughs> oh, what are we gonna do without this one? <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, we are coming to y'all out here in the Ethernet world uh, or the internet world, talking today about Wandavision's episodes one through four. Basically, doing like a mid-season review. Just kind of, you know, giving our takes about what we think about it so far and probably where we think it's going to go. I mean... The last one was four or was it five? The last one was five. Five. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Gotcha. So, who would like to go first on uh, what they think of the first five episodes so far? I will say, it's one of those shows that, like, if you gave up after, like, the second episode, you're missing out. Yeah. Because the first two are <laughs> definitely weird. And, like, I remember watching it with my lady you know- and... She- and and you know how just many like, people, what did I just watch? Yeah, you know how many people will hit me up talking about like, nah, I can't fuck with this. Um, she's like, yo, just it's only two episodes, yo. No, but, and yeah. most of that most of that was because people don't like black and white shows. Like they just don't like TV that's in black and white. <clears throat> Excuse me, they're not used to watching it anymore. So I think that was a really hard part. And plus, they just didn't understand what the hell was going on. Also, I guess it's it, like you got to have some sort of love for old school sitcom too. True. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's why it didn't bother me because you know I grew up and I grew up watching Nick and Night, you know, fucking you know I Love Lucy and shit. Exactly. Yep, yeah, Beverly Hillbillies. Um, what do you call it? Andy Dick Griffith. And yep. Um, what is it? I Dream a Genie. All of that stuff. I think yeah, the only one I, I grew up watching was I Love Lucy. So. Well, when you're a TV, when you're when you're left at home as a young child with nothing but the TV. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, right? And this is how much we used to. I, I used to watch this shit. Like, I didn't know she was a redhead until like I was in high school. Oh, where? Oh shit! 
Yeah. <laughs> you were today just when you found out or what? You couldn't visualize that through the black and white, Avi? No, I just I know. Well I they did have really epi- about it. They did have episodes of of, of I Love Lucy oh. in color. Yeah. But I didn't see. I yeah. must have must have not never seen those or whatever, but yeah, when I found, when I saw a picture, I was like, "What the fuck?" She's I feel like it? maybe maybe Colors went back and remastered it too. I could be wrong. They though. might have actually too, but I mean, I know all those old shows we watched. Uh, at some point, like they all started in black and white, but at some point they all switched to color. Oh, of course, of course. Now With the technology know. advancing, of course. But um, yeah, it was one of those. It's one of these shows that like if you stop right after that second episode, you're short because it got exponentially better. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. And 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 after the second episode is a good mix of that sitcom type uh, style with like the actual Marvel modern day style, which is dope. It's a good mix after episode two. Yeah, you're right. They get they they kind of like ease you into the fact that all of this is going on in one at this at the same time and they just kind of catch you up on the shield stuff or the the sword stuff actually um after you know after we see the first i guess three episodes of wandavision really yeah Um, that third episode is a really good explainer kind of filling in the plot holes of the first two episodes that was a that was a good move right there because uh you know everybody that left confused from the first two it's that explainer in the third episode is like oh this is what happened and this is why it's happening kind of you know yep and you realize that this joint is a hell of a lot more like fucked up and freaky than you think that it is like yeah for sure and we're still not sure how who is the exactly who's the bad guy because Wanda seems mm-hmm. like she's in control of everything, but if you look at the last couple episodes, there's been a bunch of things that she actually cannot affect with her magic, like the the stork that popped up when um when Geraldine was in the house before she was pregnant, and then she couldn't control the twins from stop crying, and she couldn't stop them mm-hmm. from aging up either. Yeah, and also when she was giving birth, she, she was going out of like getting out of hand. True, the whole house was like the, like like the Exorcist. <laughs> it reminded me of some shit from the Exorcist, to be honest. That's honestly you know, the fucking the art portraits and everything were like spinning around, and Geraldine just like looked at it. She was like, "Okay, there's obviously an explanation for this shit, but <laughs> let me yeah. just keep on going." Um, what do you call it? I wasn't really thinking so much of the Exorcist as I was thinking of fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse, like when the whole house would just like react to uh, things, and the pictures would spin and shit would jump up and down, mm. and the chair would dance and shit like that. That's that's what it really reminded me of. I do. I in the beginning, I did get like. Black Mirror vibes when you don't know what's going on and it has these like freaky moments where they kind of zoom in so you know you know that something is happening in the background that's not really going with the story you know I thought that was interesting for the first I was like all right Disney's trying to do some Black Mirror type shit in the first two episodes I think that it was kind of I think the fact that like in the 50s and the 60s even though stuff seemed a little bit weird it didn't really seem that weird just because of the times when they were making 50s and 60s TV shows and the way that they talked and the way that they acted it was weird it wasn't exactly you know what life was um so I think that the weirdness when it when it presented itself in those time frames it wasn't as out there in your face but once it's like you know once the 70s popped up then they were just like um yeah, stuff is starting to yeah. act really fucking weird now. Like, you know. Yeah, like the weirdest part in the first episode was the whole oh stop it. Oh stop it. Oh and yeah, while the husband was choking. I was like choking to death. Yeah. You know. And that seventy show mom was over there like stop it. <laughs> and it was like she was like she was saying it like a joke at first and then it like got yeah. desperate like she was like she wanted to cry. And then it was just yeah. like the guy gets up and was like 
we had a great time, but it's time for us to go home. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and the way Vision just didn't react, he just kind of like put his head down and looked up at Wanda. Mm-hmm. Like, what should I do? What are your theories of who the bad guy is? I think after watching the last episode, I think the director of Sword, there's something up with the man. The way that Wanda looked at him, it was like, she was like insinuated like a, a you know what you did kind of situation. And the dude's like, what do you mean? What did I do? And then you, why would she do that? You know, obviously it's kind of like it reminded me of what's his name? The Robert Redford uh, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. character. Oh, yeah. From um, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Where he was like low key until the end of the movie, the bad guy. I yeah. kind of got the same vibes for that where this. The sword director is like Loki gonna end up being like the bad guy of the show. I mean, I feel like there could be multiple bad guys because there's someone obviously magically within Wanda's little realm. Because I mean, obviously, Wanda didn't make it, but Wanda's controlling a lot about it, and it's obviously influenced off of her love for American TV. That they, I think they had talked about her and her brother watching American TV shows when they were younger, yeah, in um, Age of Ultron, yeah, so like. Who I think that the main, main bad guy has to be more powerful than Wanda, which would explain why the stork wouldn't go away. That has to be like a representation of that person. I don't know why they chose that moment or whatever that's supposed to mean with the, with the fucking bird. But uh, I think that there's there's basically two, because I kind of agree with Johnny. There definitely is an alter- ulterior motive when it comes to the dude that's in charge of sword. But... Yeah. At the same time, there's obviously something more powerful that has created West, this Westview anomaly or has made Wanda create the Westview anomaly. That's, that's what I think. Like, I think something's, something is manipulating her. And yeah, who knows if sure. it's Mephisto or if it's Dormammu or something, but somebody with a lot of magical juice. It's a whole lot of juice. Mm-hmm. Got that juice, baby. <laughs> I, uh, you previously mentioned that, uh, you mentioned her brother, right? He died in Age of Ultron. But if you're familiar to the vast majority of all comic movies, you know the character, the big reveal in the last episode, Evan Peters, who plays Quicksilver in the X-Men movies, mm-hmm. made a slight cameo. Well, he Not slight, he made a big cameo in the last WandaVision episode, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think it's that character or is it just some other character? And uh, do you think this might be an introduction to X-Men in the future? Vito? I honestly don't. I think it's more of a nod to it. I think that once WandaVision is done, every single mutant besides Deadpool is going to be recasted. So mm-hmm. this is just like a little, hey, this is what you guys want. It's more fan service than, 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 than anything or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, it'd be cool or whatever, but I, I can't see them like, you know, keeping them keeping Evan Peters and like recasting everyone else. Yeah. But, um, I did not expect like, you know, like what, Quicksilver saying, you know, oh, will you, did you not expect, see that coming or whatever the fuck did he say? I, I did not expect it was going to be him. Like when I saw the, you know, the back of the head, I thought it was Agnes, like <laughs> showing her true self or whatever, right? Yeah. Gray hair and shit. So I was like, oh shit. And then, you know, you see the face and I was like, <coughs> oh shit. Yeah. Well, I remember a few months ago, I remember a few months ago they were talking about they casted Evan Peters for the show, but they didn't say, yeah, they didn't say what they were going to do with him. Most people were like, there's no way he's going to be Quicksilver in this one. It just doesn't make sense because they're different universes, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, exactly my whole point. So, like, I wasn't expecting that. I knew he was going to be part of it, but, but I wasn't expecting but it. But <laughs> we've already seen, as with Spider-Man, bringing back Alfred Molina, bringing back J. Jonah Jameson, or I can't remember his name, the guy who plays Jonah Jameson, bringing back Jamie Foxx from a different universe, bringing back the the Green Goblin from a different universe. Like They, they already set a precedent in Marvel to use... The other characters, you know, bring back both yeah. of the Spider-Men from and just claim that they're probably going to be from like different realities or whatever. So they could mm-hmm. easily do the same thing with, with, you know, with X-Men and just be like introducing them or say that Wanda's power has like somehow mixed the two realities together or I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always had a theory that they were just going to say mutants were always there and just was like hiding and didn't want nobody to know that they was there. Like. <laughs> Also, we still don't know the full extent of what the aftermath of the endgame is. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what exactly got changed because, again, you got to remember Captain America went back into time, took stones. You don't know how that could have affected the world, right? Mm -hmm. And then also, you kind of got a little bit of a glimpse of what happened when people started coming back after this, um, after Banner snapped them back in any game. So, you know. I love how the show showed it as opposed to how like Spider Man showed it. Well, people just showed up in the in like yeah, the high just showed school. up in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. I didn't like that one. But when people started dusting back into like existence, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was sick too. And you know, if you watched these movies faithfully, or at least watched them, you kind of you knew what was happening. You know, as soon yeah. as the dust particles come back, I thought that. It was didn't, yeah, cool. it didn't even have to say five years, or it didn't even have to say like you know some time ago, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, there's also a theory that I just thought about, and I don't remember if I heard it or if I actually heard it from someone else or if I came up with it myself, but um, <laughs> I probably heard it from someone. They kept talking about that CMBR, the cosmic background radiation, and you got to think about it like there were two massive spikes or spikes of releases of that energy in our universe, like mm-hmm. one on Titan, which is out, was one of the moons of Jupiter, and then one on Earth. So it's very likely that this CMBR will create the Fantastic Four and will have activated the mutant gene. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, I really want to know how they explain mutants. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and also, like, in the grand scheme of things, when do the Fantastic Four come about? You know what I'm saying? Is it something that starts from this point forward or, like, somewhere back in the past? True. They're already pre-existing. You know what I'm saying? Well, That's Because, you know, at Fan 4... Fantastic Four, they're as old as the Avengers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as comic books go. Yeah. And, I mean, they could kind of... Because you remember how Monica said that she knew, like, an astrophysicist or some shit like that that could build whatever tank thing she was looking for? Yeah. Like, people have been saying that that could be Reed Richards. And since, you know, Reed Richards is an astrophysicist and he would be trying to go into space and since S.W.O.R.D. was working in space before the Fantastic Four could have already been working with S.W.O.R.D. for at least a while now in the background. And then something happens with the CMBR five years ago while while they were on a space mission and Thanos snapped everybody out. They survived it but got hit with all that wave of energy. You know, a bunch of shit that could happen. Shit, that wave of energy coming from from Titan. I mean, radiation flies through the universe, dang. (laughs) Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) At least until you hit the Earth's magnetic field. Yeah, it'd be definitely interesting. I mean, we got ways to go before they really kind of reveal that to us. But, you know, the possibilities are endless, my friend. The theories, man, the theories. 
that's the thing about theories, man. That shit's so funny to me because you know, like dudes on YouTube make a living out of this shit, right? Yeah. And like you like be wrong. It's wrong as wrong. fuck. <laughs> yeah, or it's some shit they made up. You know, they claim they have sources or something. Yeah. You know, they'd be just as wrong as weather as weather people. That's what they are, comic book weather people. Basically, they'd be wrong and still keep their job. <laughs> Basically, just like the weather man. Too money. Yeah, no. But um, yeah, I I I wonder, I really wonder if that opens the door for mutants or if it's just like a, like you said, like a nod. You know what I'm saying? Vito, you're killing me with the ice, dog. I'm blinging out too. Just hear your your ice is just crunching all over the place. I'm not even crunching. I'm just drinking. Oh, it's moving. Yeah. We can hear it. Are you wearing headphones, Harvey? Yeah, you wearing headphones. Yeah. See, this is how you know. This is how you know Vito not be in the studio, dog. He just be all over here making all type of noise and shit. No, no, man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not a rapper. Nigga, fuck that got to do with shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said I don't be in the studio. There be more niggas in the studio. Podcasters be in the studio. Fucking be niggas that read books on the tape be in the studio, nigga. Fuck. Me and Trey had a quick pause, like a two-second pause. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this fool saying, dog? <laughs> He, but no, Hobby, okay, Javi went to a comic book shop before this, right? He took off yeah, of work, so, so I hope Javi's boss is listening to this. No, no, I, I, you know, I put in my request. You ain't got to <laughs> lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. <laughs> Which we call it? So there's retail therapy. You had to take a personal day. <laughs> there, there's uh four episodes left. Does that finish right before Falcon and Winter Soldier? Most Good likely way. because what yeah. Falcon and Soldier starts on March fifteenth. Mm. So it's one, what? two, three. No, it'll it'll finish oh, no, a no, week no, before. It's, it's 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 the nineteenth. It's the day after uh, Justice League. Are you sure? Which, by the mm. way, don't nobody bother me for the, for four hours. Nobody worried about you, nigga. Shit. <laughs> Watch a little movie. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, it's, the day, it's the day after. It's the day after Justice League. It's March nineteenth. So then, there's still about a week, almost two weeks, between the end of Wandavision and the beginning of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Jesus, man! Javi, are you gonna watch a... Justice League four hours straight? Fuck yeah! I don't know if I can, bro. Now I'm gonna have to cut that bitch up in parts. I mean, I've done it yeah. for Watchmen a couple times. Yeah, I'll probably break it up into like hour parts. Wait a minute, Watchmen is four hours? The complete edition, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't care about it that much. Mm-mm. It was, was cool like, the first time. There was there was Watchmen, then there was Watchmen the director's cut, which was like an an additional thirty minutes or something like that. Yeah, no, and that's gonna be like when Watchmen. Johnny made me sit through Batman versus Superman for the second time for the for the director's cut. <laughs> I think I fell asleep while Trey was watching. I was so <laughs> mad at you the second time we watched that movie. I was like, you said it was gonna be better. <laughs> to me, it was better. And then they got to lie, Craig. The ultimate cut, which is like an additional 25 minutes on top of the 30 minutes. Bruh, I was, there was still too many Marthas for me, bruh. Too many Marthas. Somebody recently made fun of that, too. It wasn't Deadpool, but somebody made fun of the Marthas, too. I forgot what it was. But like Deadpool, too, you know, he makes fun of it. Oh, yeah, he stays making fun of it. Yeah. Um, So, let me see. What what about Kong and. uh... Kong and, uh, and, and, and Godzilla? Yeah. Well, hold on. Hold on. The... Well, let's, let's is, finish with this like, first. Let's finish with this first. Look, is Kong going to say, save Mothra? Yeah. And, and, I hate and you. That's the end of the movie. 
<laughs> Why did you say that? Vito, Vito's now leaving the room. <laughs> oh, sorry, God. Sorry. So, does anybody got any other theories for what they think might happen towards the end of WandaVision and anything that it might, besides the fact that we know it's going to lead directly into Multiverse of Madness, but um, anything you want to see happen? If All right, so then the timeline's got to be that uh, the what's it called Falcon and the Winter Soldier has to take place before WandaVision because if all hell fucking breaks loose and they're just like you know like dicking around in just like a regular time uh, a time frame or whatever not necessarily it could be happening in parallel with each other they just don't know of it happening you know what I'm saying I mean it may not even be happening in parallel to each other because we don't there's no guarantee that any of this stuff is running concurrent yeah I mean it's a wait and see kind of thing you know true Plus, it'll be hard think, to tell because they won't even be in the United States, so they might not even even because they're spending a, a bunch of the movie in Prague, I think, because that's you know mm-hmm. they shot a bunch of it there. So like, oh, next man land. So they um they may not even you know they may not even have anything like on like the the Marvel Universe news channel about the mm-hmm. the Maximoff effect or anything while you know Winter Soldier is going on or anything like that's that. Because I mean, I feel like even if they're even if they're off doing their own adventure if it's happening at if it's happening at the same time there would be like some worldwide news coverage that oh shit this is going on like <laughs> you know like. yeah it'd be interesting mm-hmm. i do have a, a small slight theory you know how wanda went back and stole vision's body yeah i feel like this the sword director doctored that up maybe to make it look like she really did that right when she really didn't you know what i'm saying that's why maybe she yeah. was saying like you know what you did you know true true that's what i was thinking while watching it i was just thinking like they said that that vision didn't want to be used as a living weapon yet they had his body all strewn out and taken apart like they were studying it and of course they changed their name to sentient weapon organization whatever you know whatever whatever so Mm -hmm. that's what i thought she meant but i mean you brought up a good point i didn't think about that yeah it could be doctored you know because he kept branding her as a terrorist Everybody's like, "Yo, chill. She's not, you know." He's exactly. Like, no, she. And he kept kept saying, "Like, nah, she is a terrorist." So. Oh, she don't I got feel, no weird I, name. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. weird that he kept pressing <laughs> on that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like he had an agenda. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he did kind of like take everything that everybody said nice about Wanda and turn it back on itself. So yeah, not exactly a good guy. Any any other comments on Wandavision, you guys? Not at the moment. Nah, I'm just interested to see what comes next. To be honest. It'd be dope if they dropped them all. Yeah, like at this point, like at, at the same time, you know. Yeah. yeah, like at this point, you think that uh, you you should know Marvel and its habits and shit like that, right? Like you, mm. and then you realize, like especially after the last episode, that you really don't. Also, this doesn't feel like a TV show, even though it's based on sitcoms. It just feels like one big fucking long movie broken up into parts. I mean, essentially, I thought that's kind of what they were going for. Like, you know, like the, the well, at least the, t- the, the, the Marvel stuff of it with everything with Sword and everybody else is supposed to be that regular Marvel cinematic shit we're used to. So we get that, of course, from that. But, uh, the WandaVision part, for the most part, as I understand it, it's supposed to have just like the feel of those shows from those time frames. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I kind of feel that it, it kind of does that because, you know, you do switch from, you know, the, random kind of stepfordish react or the reality of like especially the early episodes into the actual reality of what's going on in the real world and it's just a stark contrast like i mean not to mention it's in black and white but i mean of course this is they're talking a certain way they're walking a certain way you know yeah no it's it's definitely a great show that has good payoff for sure 
And a lot of people were on the fence about it until about episodes three and four. Yeah. That's when it all started coming together. Yep. And um story progressed more, you know. And they're doing a good job of like spacing everything out and making sure that they they give you enough clues that you can catch on the stuff without beating you over the head with it. Or, you know, yeah. or just sliding in some random sly clues like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I keep seeing that, that, like, that stork has to be really important. And I really want to know what the fuck it represents. And I want to know what the fuck is up with Agnes. Like, she is just like, I don't, she's like Kimmy Gibbler, yeah. Or, or like Roger from, you know, from Sister Sister. Like, the bitch comes around and vision be like, go home, Roger. Like, <laughs> she's in on something because everyone, everyone kind of, like everyone knows that they're being what's it called like controlled but they can't fight it yeah i mean they're, they're trying to fight it they can't so like, like what happened with vision's co-worker right as soon as he unlocked him or whatever the dude completely spazzed out and shit right yeah but agnes for some reason is taking it all in stride like she knows it's it's it and she's like completely like open about it like she's like very like open about the, like oh okay well you know the fucking kids grew up quick or whatever i mean right and then when Vision didn't go according to the script or whatever, she broke uh, she broke her, 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 like, you know, broke character and was like, you want me to start from the top, right? So she's, like, completely cool with what the hell's going on, which means more than likely that she's in on something. Yeah, she's definitely more aware than the other people in the town about what's going on because remember that one dude snapped at the office, right? Mm-hmm. And it was because Vision did, like, some memory type shit where, like, he, like, made, he was, like, go back to your normal self type shit, right? And the dude was freaking out. So then Vision put him back in that spell. And then he was, like, asking Wanda. This was the last episode. And he was asking yeah. Wanda, like, what the hell was going on? Well, if you think about it, just off the promo for the next episode, or at least for one of the later episodes, he does the same thing to Agnes in her car on Halloween. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming that it's the next episode. And she just, but she doesn't freak out. Notice that, at least in the clip that they show us. Like, like, yeah, mm-hmm. she just, she's just like, Am I dead? Like, just like wondering what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Of course, everybody is wondering what's going on, but she just doesn't seem to have that fear. But then again, we don't know how that was edited. We don't know how that's going to look in the final, in the final cut until the episode actually airs. So, but it's one thing that like, I think like, I don't know. It's just one thing that looks funny. And if it happens that way in the episode, it's just going to be another further thing to make it look like, okay, yeah, she's something's not quite right with her. Cause even if she was under somewhat of the influence, she doesn't seem to be as messed up and, and emotional as at least the one other person we've seen get unlocked be at that point. Every, every show is a decade, right? Every show, every episode is a decade. Every episode is based off of like, a show based on that decade, right? So, you know, the first show was the 50s, so that was I Love Lucy and Dick Van Dyke. 60s was the second episode. 60s was I Dream of Jeannie and uh, Bewitched. 80s was Family Ties. Yeah, Family Ties. Right? So if um, we have, like, four more episodes, like, I was like, all right, obviously they're not going to do, like, a a decade-based show for too long afterwards because 90s, which would be next, whatever, I guess, Roseanne. Yeah, she did kind of have a Roseanne look at one point. And I guess they go into the 2000s also because it looks like a modern family riff. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that. So, uh, yeah, so then that's got to be like the last one, right? I would assume so. Mm-hmm. so then, or, you know, or at least so then, maybe yeah. maybe it's like the second to last episode and the last episode's full on like modern day type shit. You never know. But then that would mean, you know, because there's like what, four episodes left, right? Um. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. 
And we're currently in what, the 70s? No, we uh, were in the 80s. 80s, 80s. Yeah, 80s. So it means the yeah, 90s is going to be the Halloween episode. That's, that's tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Uh, two days. Yeah. From now. Mm-hmm. From when this is recorded. You know, I just thought of something wild right now. You know how, like, in the X-Men universe, they, the last few movies, they skip decades and everybody kind of looks the same age? <laughs> yeah. What if they, what if they kind of like incorporate that into WandaVision and they say the reason why nobody ages because of these time jumps that Wanda's doing and it affected the mutants in that timeline? That's deep. Think about it. That's deep. And, and then you really can't make the content, you can't make the argument for continuity issues and all that and, and the aging and all that because she was able to jump from decade to decade like it was nothing. What if they were like, yeah, that was all Wanda doing it in the X-Men universe. And that's how they brought Quicksilver over. That's a very interesting theory. Because think about it. When you first meet Quicksilver in the X-Men movies, what do they meet? Like in the 70s, right? And then... Wait a minute. And then he... No, it was yeah, still... The, they... Was it the 60s or the 70s? No, the 60s was the first one. Because that was that was the Cuban Missile Crisis, and so yeah, Uh the next one would have been the seventies. Well, Age of Apocalypse was set during that was the eighties, eighties, yeah, right. But Quicksilver still looked exactly the same, bro. Like, what what if like what if Disney's like, all right, we can fix the continuity issues if we say they want to cause these time jumps within that span, like to go concurrent with it. Yeah, like these these characters didn't age because. Every time Wanda changed sitcoms, it like it just sped up the timeline, but really didn't age people. That's interesting. But then they'd have to like, I mean, they could do that, but only if they brought back like the majority of those casts. You know what I'm saying? Like they wouldn't like if the if the people don't come back, I don't see them being able to pull that off very much. Yeah, I mean, the only way you can say is like, oh, Evan Peters stays in the MCU timeline, but that explains the other timeline, right? Because yeah. it's the multiverse. Because if you think about it, like, I read Miles Morales' Ultimate Spider-Man, right? And he's from a different t- different timeline. But he's in the main joint just because when the worlds converged, everything went back except for him. Oh, wow. You okay. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He's, like, him and his parents, his close family, stayed in the regular Marvel Comics timeline. But everything else yeah. went back to the ultimate universe. So did they have to like get new jobs yeah. and shit? And since they didn't, since nobody knew who they were, they didn't exist in the regular time. Nah, nah. I think their story just somehow weaved itself. Like in. The, the background just weaved into it because there's a regular Miles Morales in the regular Marvel comics. Well, you know universe. what it could have been. They could have just rewrote their family in that mm-hmm. time frame because just like in the regular 616 miles yeah. didn't have spider-man powers he had him in the ultimate yeah. zone if they converged mm-hmm. and then they ended up staying the best the yeah. best bet is that they just rewrote themselves and now yeah. they are themselves in that time frame think about it man i feel Bruh. like i'm off something with all that, that all that shit reality jumping time jumping it's, it's too much yeah but it'll be interesting right. see what happens for sure you guys want to talk about any of the new runs or any of the current runs of stuff that we're reading Anything that's like currently sticks out to you as something really, really vicious? I think the only one I've really been faithful to this whole time is Spider-Man. And that's been interesting. What is that? I can't even read it, uh, Vito. It says Venom Carnage? Is that what I'm reading? Gwenom versus Carnage. There's a Gwenom? Well, alright, so King and Black is going on, right? Mm. For those of you who aren't reading Venom or whatever, Venom has like this really big bad that they've been teasing since like issue one. And they're currently like on issue thirty-three. Damn, 
they've been teasing him that um, this guy named Noel is like the god of all symbiotes or whatever, right? Hmm. And that he's been imprisoned in a planet of symbiotes. So like it took a whole planet of symbiotes to hold this motherfucker down and away just like for, for, for like whenever he was trapped or whatever, right? <laughs> so yeah. long story short, what's it called? Carnage found out about this guy and he realized that if there's enough people who can combine as many symbiotes together, then it unlocks this guy, and this guy will come by and fucking, you know, kill Venom, right? <laughs> so there was a story called Absolute Carnage, where that's what he's doing. He's killing, he's trying to kill every single person who has had the symbiote at one point in their life, right? Oh, okay. Right? So Venom has no choice but to kill off, you know, Cletus Cassidy, right? Hmm. And that's what happened. So there, currently there's no Carnage, but the symbiote kind of survived. So now he's looking for a new host, right? Gwenum apparently is like, you know, Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. Ghost Spider now. She got in contact with, you know, the Venom symbiote, Kim Gwenum, right? This is a side story for King and Black. So that's, King and Black is Noel now finally attacking Earth. He made his way to Earth or whatever, and now Venom's over here trying to fight him off and everything. So this is a side story, right? Some of why Carnage came in contact with Mary Jane and bonded with her. So now Mary Jane is the new Carnage. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why did she look so ugly? <laughs> Not even Carnage yeah. looked that ugly. Oh, that shit's fucking amazing, though. <laughs> God damn. So she's going to have to fight her husband, then? Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Did they ever come for us? Did Carnage come to kill Spider-Man? Because since he was the first one that had it? Uh-huh. Uh, he, he came for uh, Spider-Man. He came for Miles. He came for uh, Captain America, Wolverine. Every, every fucking body. Damn, they both had the Venom symbiote on? Yeah, because there was this, there was this storyline called uh, Edge of the Venomverse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because what happened, I think, or whatever, is that once the once the symbiote leaves your body, what it does is that it leaves like a little tracking or a code in your spine called the Codex. Mm-hmm. You combine enough Codexes, you have enough power to like free Noel. Oh, so you got yank nigga spines out there back to get this mm-hmm. job? That yeah, that's 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 that, that's how it's done. Damn. Yeah. Slightly, slightly reminds me of that Jet Li movie back in the day, where if he goes into, in, yeah, if he goes into the multiverse and kills all different versions of himself. Oh, the one, uh, he, yeah, yeah, he just gets stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I'm reading uh, Ten of Swords. I forgot yeah, where they last left off with that. I know I'm reading it out of order because it's going by, um, because you know it has different, different, different I titles have X-Men. have uh, uh, inserts into it, so. Yeah, so it's like, it, it's crazy because you have to read all the crossovers in order to get the bigger picture of what it is. And there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't reading that now I have to read and get. And then since I don't like jumping into like a random story, like, you know, at issue, you know, issue five or whatever, right? Now I got to read, you know, the first four to see how we fuck we got there. Because it's interesting how they pick the people to uh, to battle in the competition. Mm-hmm. And it's also interesting to see how people are getting the swords that they need in order to battle. Yeah, like I like uh I like Wolverine's story, how he got his sword. Mm-hmm. And how uh what's the name? Um Storm got her sword. Mm-hmm. How she had to like go into and in, infiltrate uh Wakanda. Yep. And then what do you call it? Um Doug Ramsey's drunk was kinda gay, but they also had to teach him how to sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. no, but it makes sense that Krakoa was like, because, you know, he he fucking talks to he, th- he talks to him or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So he's just he like, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah, he's the communi- He's the real only communication brand. Because remember, they say not even telepaths can accurately 
decipher yeah. what Krakoa says, but Doug actually can because this whole thing is languages. So, yeah, the whole the no, whole X Men like run like... though is vicious because especially the whole Quiet Council thing. Like they've had a bunch of shit. Like you know who's gonna go do this in other world and blah 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 blah. Because if you're on the Quiet Council, if you get killed there. We you know it fucks up the the ability to rule here. So like niggas have been dropping off the council and shit like that, and it's been crazy, man. Like the stories are getting yeah, really good. Mr. Sinister is a fucking character now, man. Bruh. Sinister. Sinister is fucking... They changed his character so much. And he's like just like a I, I like blithering... I mean, he's kind of like you a... Don't like it? Not really, like... He's very flamboyant at <laughs> I mean, it's not even... Yeah, a, I was about to say, they didn't kind of make him like bi or something. Like, I, I remember they, one they, issue, he was super sweet. They definitely flamed him up. <laughs> And he sounds like a writhing, crazy idiot most of the time. Like, nobody is like, he'll just start, start speaking random shit. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? There was one issue where he kept cloning himself and he kept killing himself. And I think there was like one, the original one that was That's when, that was in, um, Powers of X, I think it was, um, mm. when they were going about doing different things and they went to Sinister to, to do the collection, like, of the genetic, uh, material of all the mutants. Like that's when they first went to him, and so that they could do Krakoa. But I'm I'm pretty sure he still got copies of himself somewhere, because it yeah, is yeah, sinister sure. after all. So you know, yeah. So traditionally, because I didn't know about I I mean I've never really knew too much about Mister Sinister up until House of X and Powers of Ten. So how drastically did they change him? Oh, they changed him a lot because Sinister was just literally a menacing guy, but he was always in the background. You never saw him until like the very end of the story. So, like, you never really had that many interactions with his character as the stories progress. But then right at the end when shit was, like, they thought they won, all of a sudden, bam, there goes Sinister. It's like, when they did, um, I think it was after Inferno or some shit like that, Sinister broke into the X-Mansion and he blew the whole fucking thing up trying to kill the X-Men. So, but it's like, yeah, you never really see him all the time like you do here. So they never really gave him a real fleshed out personality. He was just the gene- the evil geneticist, the boss man who gave the rule, who, you know, who, who gave the orders. Yeah. Now he over here with the feathery cape and shit like that. <laughs> I mean, he's always had that cape, but he just ain't really been, you know, he, 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 he about it. Whatever they do. They do all type of changes in the comics, man. What John, remember, uh, Bobby Drake used to be a womanizer and now he's straight up gay. No, no offense. To the gays, but he's super, super gay now. Yeah, very much. And his younger self outed him, or Jean Grey's younger self outed him. <laughs> like I read your before mind, we, man. Tell him, man. For all we know, the man could have been bi curious, and she kind of like guided him into straight gayness. I, you know, she is a telepath. Who knows? Mm. Mean? That's not for me to answer. I don't want no letters. <laughs> <laughs> True that. So you've been reading uh, Future State? Me? Yeah. You're the only other DC guy here. Fuck no, man. I ain't paid $8 <laughs> to read Batman an issue. I'm not saying you're the only Johnny Crazy. in the chat, right? Crazy. Well, but, um, yeah, I stopped really buying the Future State stuff. I only bought, like, one issue. Of, like, No, I bought, like, three, four total issues or whatever. And I was just like, yeah. I really want to uh, know what their thought process is. Is in charging eight dollars, eight ninety nine, for seven ninety nine a month for a monthly issue to read Batman. Like fuck out of here. It's because it's like I think it's uh two two comics in one pretty much. But it's monthly. I don't give a shit. 
Mm-mm. I ain't paying that. Uh, or, y'all got not, used to make DC it, with they set prices. Make make it bi weekly. I don't care. I ain't paying eight gotta, bucks straight up. All up front. You got uh all right, are you gonna are you gonna read uh Infinite Frontier? I don't even know what that is, bro. Okay. So once so once what's it called? Future State's done. You know what ha- you know why Future State is just like a two month event? Okay. Are they rebooting so, it again? No, yeah, kind of. So oh what happened God. was that Dan, a couple months ago when Dan DeDio was part of the, what's it called, um, part like like the CEO of DC or whatever, what they wanted to do is they wanted to rebrand and redo what's it called, all of um, all of the, all of the DC comics or whatever, right? Kind of like a rebirth all over again, right? Where everyone, every character is different, new creative teams and blah, blah, right? But then Corona hit and they were like, fuck, what do we do now? Coronavirus. So what they did is that what they did is that they're like, fuck it, we're just making it into like a two month event where it's like, oh, a glimpse into the DC possible future or whatever, right? But technically what it was supposed to be was that now that these these characters were supposed to be like the current continuity of what DC Comics is. Is that why we now have a Brazilian Wonder Woman? Yeah. So that's that's what it was supposed to be, but I guess also what happened was that when they asked uh, like the big name writers, hey, do you, which one do you want to do? All the big name writers were like, I don't want to do any of it. So they grabbed a whole bunch of like no name writers, a whole bunch of no name, uh, what's it called? Or small name writers, small time uh, uh, artists or whatever, just teamed them up. And then at most, I think it's like four issues or something like that per, per, per series. Some of them is just two. How do you adequately tell a story in two issues? It's just like a, it, what it is, is just like it's, it's like a what if story. All of them are like all futuristic what if stories. Oh. I, don't know. I can't wait for this shit to wrap up so we can go back to a regularly scheduled program. So that's so that's what it is. It's that uh with death metal ending at number seven. Now all the universes are all combined into one. So now it's like a DC omniverse. That sounds weird. So there's like no continuity now in DC. So it's like if you get a comic, was there uh, ever really? Batman so was. Think, yeah. Now it's just like, oh, if you get this comic or whatever, oh, this takes place at some other time or whatever. It's up to you to, to decide when it does or whatever, when it doesn't. It's kind of like Avengers in the Marvel Universe. Like, it's never, it really doesn't tie into, like, the solo stories. It's kind of like its own thing. And Justice League has always been that way, too. And and the uh, DC Universe, like the, like, the solo ones don't really go in conjunction with whatever. Yeah, like, the Avengers Justice right League. now are fighting against, what's it called, the Phoenix Force, and, you know, the X-Men are out here chilling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's like the same concept, I guess. I've been over here fighting against you know in 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 Ten of Swords. Meanwhile, Avengers are over there fighting the Phoenix Force. Yeah, which oh, well. I think is crazy. <laughs> like, why involve the Avengers with the Phoenix? What when have they ever been involved with the Phoenix except for that one time? Like, what's the point? What's the end game yeah. with that? Like, no, 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 man. And then I saw Wolverine on the cover. I was, I was like, come on, dog. This nigga live on Krakoa. He ain't an Avenger right now. That is true. There are no X-Men on the Avengers, I think, at the moment. Nope. So Infinite Frontier is like a, like a reboot into like letting you know that, hey, this is just, you know, everything's all mixed up now. Yeah, they're going to clean that up. It's going to be a mess. They've done that shit so many times. <laughs> it's just going to keep happening. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to... <laughs> anything else you guys want to try and bring up for the evening? or? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I guess let's get up out of here for the night then. Uh, as always, thank everybody for listening and checking out the podcast. Uh, we'll be bringing more of them to you. Don't know if it's 
on a regular basis or a semi-regular basis, but you know, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it depends on Johnny's work schedule. Yeah, I'll be out here, bro. <laughs> the lies. You don't do shit. <laughs> no, man. Check us out on, damn, I still don't know what the damn Instagram and shit is called. TNJ underscore comments. There you go. There you go. Somebody got it right. Out here over here, social media street team out here. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Y'all can find us on Facebook by searching out uh, Trey and Johnny's comic book show. And I guess on priority now. Hey, don't talk to me like that, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of everybody here tonight, we thank y'all for listening. Y'all take care of yourselves. Peace. Peace out.